0: This is the Yahoo Finance Sportsbook Podcast. Yes, it is the Sportsbook Podcast. Welcome back. And today is Thursday. It's the first day of the March Madness Tournament. I bet that many of our listeners, bet pun intended, are watching their brackets. They have filled one out. They're in a pool, if not multiple pools, and you're ready for those exciting, thrilling round one games. Always some good upsets to watch. But we're not gonna talk about March Madness this week because we have something that is just too fun, too juicy at the front of our minds still. It's from last weekend, and it's Tiger Woods competing and finishing just one stroke back, second place at the Valspar tournament. Wow, who knew that we would be talking for so many days about the Valspar? Normally, no one talks about the Valspar, but there it is. That is the Tiger effect. When Tiger Woods is competing, people tune in, people watch. Uh, We had record ratings for this tournament, and it's the Tiger effect. No Jordan Spieth, no Rory McIlroy. They miss the cut. Who cares? If Tiger's there, people watch. It was So cool and unusual to see many, many, many people who are not normally golf fans tweeting about the Valspar tournament on Sunday because Tiger was in the hunt and came very close to winning. That was a thrill. And because we're talking about golf and the business of golf and the Tiger effect and the excitement of pro golf, we've got to bring in our friend and regular guest on the show. He's taken a two-month hiatus from being on Sportsbook, but he's our golf pal. It is... Miles Udland at Mudland. Welcome back, Miles. Thanks for having me, Dan. Yeah. So let's get into it. Boy, oh boy. Fun, fun. Tiger back in the hunt. Uh, people are getting excited. They're, they might be getting a little overexcited. We got the Masters coming up. Everyone's saying, Tiger's back, baby. Well, is he back?
1: Yeah, he looked really good. I mean, it's so, you know, the, the whole Sunday was very exciting. But I think for me, the excitement started last Friday. So PGA Tour now has a product called PGA Tour Live. Where you can yes. watch the events that the, when they're not streaming them, so when the Golf Channel isn't carrying it or the broadcast partners don't have it. So it's th- usually Thursday, Friday morning, and they have featured groups. So obviously now that Tiger's playing tournaments, they had Tiger. And is and that product free? It's forty dollars a year. Wow, and you um, pay? I pay. Yeah, this it's, is interesting. It's, yeah. it's not. I mean, what are you willing to pay for? Yeah. Right? I, I <laughs> you know, I pay more to stream professional track which is my other niche interest. On Flow Sports? No, on NBC Sports Gold. Because, of Uh, course, we've had the CEO of Flow Sports on this podcast. Right. Uh, That is actually a really expensive product to have uh, FlowTrack Pro. Uh, But anyway, so Tiger went out, shot 70 on Thursday, you know, looking good, looking fine. And then Friday morning, he teed off at 7.56, I think. And, you know, we had the jobs report here at Yahoo Finance. So going through that, and all of a sudden, it's like you know eight fifty or nine o'clock, something around there. And I think um, he made birdie on like five or five or seven somewhere in the front. Uh, but he played the back first, so he must have made birdie. I think fourteen was kind of a birdie hole, so maybe it was on fourteen or he birdied the the Par 317, something like that, and then all of a sudden, my t- my feed just starts blowing up, and it's yeah. just and yeah, yeah. I have a, a more golf heavy feed on Twitter than most well, people. Well, but are even have. so,
0: I mean, this this infiltrated regular Twitter, yeah,
1: and, and so, um, there's a couple dedicated accounts one's a at twspot, which is just tweets every tiger shot, the other one is GC, um, @tiger, G-C tiger Tracker, yeah, GC Tiger Tracker, Love and so it. it starts blowing up, and um. So then I I turned on the golf, you know, don't tell Andy uh, or Sam. But, uh, yeah, and then, like, the rest of the morning was just all about Tiger. And he looked, on Friday, he just looked incredible. His irons were so dialed in. I mean, he was getting so many looks at birdie, and this continued into Saturday. He was just, you know, every time that he had an iron, he was in 10 feet, 12 feet, 8 feet, 6 feet um he's really seemed to have worked out the driver now we're talking kind of about his game but uh he really seemed to have worked out the driver this was a really good course for him he didn't have to hit driver a lot hit a lot of three yeah. woods hit a lot of two irons he hits that club really straight really far um we could talk about his decision to use that on 18 yesterday yeah. not yesterday on uh, on sunday but um but yeah i mean he just looked so good and it was so exciting to see him because you know, it's, you can be hyped about this, and I know you alluded to it at the top, but he looks just as good as, you know, most of the other pros out there, and the fields are super deep. Yeah. The guys are super young. They hit the ball a mile, but Tiger Woods is still, you know, I mean, he's going to be ranked in the hundreds in the world, but he right. still looks like a very competent, competitive PGA Tour player. He looks like he's top half of the field at worst, and um, and, and I don't think there's any kind of way to say this is being overhyped. I mean, he looked so good. He looked so much like, you know, not the old Tiger, but like a version of Tiger that can compete week in, week out on the PGA Tour, which is, you know, not something that anyone can walk off the street and do. I mean, these guys are really good. The field, again, is really deep. You have guys like Sam Burns, Trey Mullinax, coming out of nowhere – and just you know, putting up numbers like these guys are one, two years out of college. They can right. go on a PGA tour. They're in their course, early twenties, five under, right? And and like these kids can play. And Tiger just comes out and looks just as good, if not better, than all of them. Uh, and I think it's huge for golf. It's really exciting to see. And um, I, I think the hype leading into Augusta will be huge. But you know, I think it's fine.
0: Yeah, it's interesting when you say it's not being overhyped. I mean. Well it's being overhyped, but right. I but I
1: think it does it's commensurate with the level that he was playing at this weekend. At this one tournament. Right. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. So what what we want to see of course is that it wasn't a fluke that he can continue like this. It certainly seems like he has settled the back injury. That's really good. You know, the the commentators were doing a good job on Sunday of talking about how look, he he's hitting some, you know, violent swings. And with this back injury where he's had, I think, three surgeries, and the most recent surgery was a fuse. I mean, this is Brutal, serious stuff. I mean, back injury is is no joke, and he he looked pretty. He he didn't look like he was holding back at all. And I think it is really exciting for people. Now, can he go out and win the Masters? Uh, in we'll see. But if he, if he's if he's there in the hunt on Sunday, it's huge. I mean, I think my part of this that that interests me. You can't stress enough how this is not a tournament that normally people are ever talking about. On Sunday, on the final round, never mind, you were talking about Friday. People were, were watching on Friday morning, round two. I mean, that's m- normal for the Masters, maybe. But the Vals for our tournament, I mean, this is great, you know? Yeah, I mean, this is a tournament that's jammed
1: in the Florida schedule between the Honda, which is at Jack Nicholas's place, so he's there. Uh, next week is Bay Hill, which is Arnold Palmer's tournament. Yep. Um, so this is a total throwaway field, or a throwaway event, and so, yeah, the fact that we're talking about the Valspar is just is huge. I mean, I he it's it so fascinating to see the effect that he has on this sport because we're in an era where, you know, Tom Brady is miraculously still playing. LeBron is at the height of his power still somehow. Roger Federer is
0: ranked, there, I think, number it's, I one I see in the a story world. here of how well, in just, each sport, you know, you people know, talk about the young stars, and yet the single biggest star is someone who's not young.
1: Yeah, I mean, imagine if you had been thrown in prison uh, in two thousand five, <laughs> had no access to anything. You came out, nothing would be different, right? Tom Brady has Public. just been in the Super Bowl. LeBron's right. best player in the NBA. Roger Federer won Wimbledon. Donald Trump is president. <laughs> Donald Trump is president, <laughs> and Tiger Woods is still a, you know still looks really good. And um, I think it's really it's interesting in so many ways. I mean, you know, you and I are in our, our late twenties um and uh, you know he's kind of like a throwback to our childhood it's yes. like wow i can't believe that the guy that i thought was so great when i was in middle school is still doing it and it's it's interesting to see these um you know millennial childhood icons you could say kind of continue to be around or have a resurgence and how excited everyone around our age let's say within a 10 year window either way uh is about this so i think it's it's really exciting for golf it's really exciting just for sports you know because There's such a, you know, and Tiger's had a lot of problems in his life, and his career. But, you know, we were talking before we came on the air about the the NCAA tournament happening this weekend and the scandal around college sports. And, like, everything is so dark in sports. Mm. NFL was politicized all season. College football and college basketball. All you hear about on the broadcast is, oh, they should pay the players. And really no one disagrees with that anymore. But, you know, Tiger, even for all of his flaws and all of his personal darkness, is like a really feel-good story now. I mean, he was the villain, the dominator for so long, and now he gets to come back, and it's like, oh, you know, Tiger's
0: back, and it's a, it's a nice underdog story somehow. Well, so I'm glad you alluded to that and mentioned Scandal, because I do want to ask, not that I'm, you know, searching for the negative in this, because I agree with you. This is a, this is basically a feel-good story. Everyone's pumped, and, and yet it's worth asking. I mean, in terms of marketability, in terms of image, has Tiger completely moved everyone past the 2009 infidelity crisis scandal that really brought him to his knees?
1: I don't think so, and I don't, I don't think he ever will. And I, I think, um, you know, you could almost look at Nike's decision two years ago to get out of the golf equipment game. They don't make balls anymore. They don't make clubs anymore as the kind of endpoint of Tiger's primacy as an athlete who drives endorsements. And now, you know, you had the CEO of Bridgestone mm-hmm. um, in uh, last year, I think, and he's, he plays Bridgestone balls now. Right. And, you know, th- they acknowledge that Tiger's probably one of the only athletes that does move the needle on things, and I think that that is still true. But think about where he was with Buick. Think about where he was with Nike. I mean, he sort of invented Nike golf on his own. And then the fact that he had the 2009 problem – uh, you know the personal scandal, and then he was injured, and he wasn't playing as well. And uh, you know, I think that the, the the fact that he is, you know, kind of brought them out of that business says it all, right? I mean, he is not as marketable as he used to be, um, and that's fine. He's still far more marketable than any other golfer that's around right now. But uh, yeah, and I don't think that I don't think him not being as impactful as he was in two thousand five should really surprise anybody. I mean, he was the biggest athlete in the world like, by you know, so much that Absolutely. Uh, no one could compare to that.
0: Uh, I'm glad you mentioned the, the Bridgestone Golf CEO interview we had just because I wanted to get your take on this. He said something in that interview that at the time, and let's remember when we – this was in November of last year, so it wasn't that long. It was six months. And he said that you know, Bridgestone Golf had signed Tiger to a, a ball deal, and he said that we already have seen the value – of signing him regardless of whether he even plays he de- he the, the ceo theorized that we don't even need tiger to be playing in tournaments to have value from this endorsement deal because you know biggest golfer on the planet he said that tiger transcends his sport and he plays tiger in the realm of muhammad ali and michael jordan and when i put that story up a lot of the comments said you know Psh, that re- re- ridiculous and now here we are and people are watching the valspar tournament because tiger was in it w- what do you think was that hyperbole or that's fair and that's no, I, defensible I, I, I think that's completely
1: fair. Um, you know, the first part of that, as you were saying, I was thinking, well, yeah, if you think about the golf ball space, I mean, everyone basically plays a Titleist, and everyone goes into the golf shop They're like, oh, I want to get better. So they sell them the $50 dozen Pro V1s. Right. Um, so there's a lot of space for Bridgestone to, to see better sales. But yeah, I mean, what we saw the last three, you know, four days of this tournament on social media, um, and you and I had talked, or maybe I had I'd said this to you, because um, you were out sick uh, last week, but it was something like, You know, there's a story just to be written around the social following of Tiger. I mean, you could write a whole story, you know, if he had blown up in the weekend, the angle would have been... Uh, you know the social media following around Tiger Woods proves that he's back, or something
0: like that. Oh, um, they tweet just about what he eats. Yeah, you know what the best example representative tweet from the GC Tiger Tracker was. He went over to some random person who was cooking up burgers,
1: grabbed one, right. ate it, and then the came sliders. back for a
0: second one. Yep. Sliders, and and they said pretty good endorsement.
1: You know? <laughs> Couldn't get a better endorsement than right. Tiger having a second. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and I think that the social buzz around Tiger is kind of like when you go into a an ad agency, right? And it's a bunch of 20-somethings and they're sitting around making quippy jokes for like the Wendy's Twitter account or something like that. Um, it's like every marketer's dream is to have the amount of engagement that happens around Tiger's social channels. And I think that that proves the value of him. And it's sort of why he's the modern version of a Michael Jordan or a Muhammad Ali. And, you know, obviously I think Ali was about his politics, which were really thoughtful and, and really important. Uh, Jordan, I think brought, you know, mainstream kind of like shoes into, I mean, he like created the shoe industry in a way. Um, sneaker. Yeah. Yeah. The sneaker industry. Um, but, you know, t- I think Tiger has this power that he made a sport which is still irrelevant, let's be honest. Um, and we can get to well, that Well, I'm glad in a, a golfer says that. Yeah. I-, I mean, it still that. does not matter, and yet he makes the sport matter. And that is just a power that we don't see very often. It's a power we might not see again for a long time. There's just something about Tiger that, um, yeah, I think you, I would agree that he moves the needle as well as any athlete
0: ever has in their sport – ever yes similarly in the vein of having you respond to what might be hyperbolic things people have said and you just alluded to it you know it's a sport that isn't necessarily relevant to mainstream sports fans this is a tweet from mike freeman who's an nfl writer at bleacher report very good on twitter this is yesterday at the end of the tournament tiger is the best thing to ever happen to golf not jack not arnie arnie being arnold palmer fair Mm -hmm. I
1: saw so I saw a lot of people uh, reacting to this, and
0: they were all like, "No, Arnold created golf." Right. Um. And, and I and I'd put Gary Player in that discussion too. No, 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 no Player no. Palmer Nicholas. No, no. Okay. It would either be it would either be Palmer
1: or Tiger, um, and I think Mike is correct because golf without Tiger that we saw in the last couple of years was arnie's golf right so Mm. if arnold palmer made golf a sport that you could put on television and a sport that a corporate sponsor could rally around that a lot of kids would play and that there's you know some bid for like on the level of tennis maybe um a sport that people would want to play recreationally and you create some sort of professional circuit around it yeah that was arnold palmer's golf and you know in the in the 80s um 70s and 80s when jack was winning tournaments and then you kind of had the um, you know, Nick Faldo came along and Greg Norman and, you know, Ernie and these guys. Yeah, golf was it was in a fine place, but it was you know still a pretty niche sport. But Tiger created like uh, stadium golf, right? He created like golf as an event. And if you look at the purses, you know that have you know increased over time, and those are in, in, those are an outgrowth of how much a company is willing to pay to sponsor a tournament. That's where the purse comes from. Plus, how much money CBS and NBC are willing to pay to show this tournament on television. That is pure Tiger and golf. Now is a completely different sport, 20 years after Tiger's tour debut than it was when he entered. And I, you know, no disrespect to Arnold Palmer or Jack Nicklaus, uh, but Tiger Woods created a modern sport that looks essentially nothing like the sport that was being played 20 or 30 years ago. Um, I mean, you could, yeah, obviously, you know, Callaway and Titleist and TaylorMade, all these companies, were going to innovate the equipment. You know, the new ball coming out in 2003 was a huge deal in terms of distance and all that stuff. But there's no way to... Like, that probably was accelerated by the fact that Tiger was increasing sales. I mean, it makes you go into overdrive when he wins the Masters in 1997. It makes the whole sport just kind of turn on its head and just go into this new gear that it didn't even know was possible, right? This is when baseball's coming out of the 94 strike. The NFL is kind of ascending. The NBA doesn't really have any star because Jordan had just retired, mm. and Kobe and Shaq were like, they were never as big a deal as LeBron was. So everyone was in this lull, and here comes Tiger. Yeah. And I think he just, golf
0: a, yeah, he
1: just brought golf to a place that it never thought it would be. Um, and his return makes clear just how big of a deal he um, was and how much of how how big of a deal he is for the sport.
0: And when you talk about changing the sport and how different it looks compared to 20 years ago, let's touch for a minute on all those young stars. So much is made of the young stars. You and By I us. have yes, exactly. <laughs> it's us. And now you know, and we always we always correctly gave the caveat of well, but but is any of them really a Tiger's level? And for a while, that's all we had to talk about was Jordan Spieth, and people hyped him fairly. I mean, he he was electric. Very and he's very 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 good, but in terms of the excitement to people who don't identify as golf fans, you can't compare, right? I mean, we we made a lot of, and Golf Media made a lot of, there being a ton of young guys all at once, and that's very good, and, and it's not like suddenly because Tiger is back, let's discount all of that. You know, people said, wow, it's not just that there's Jordan Spieth, it's that Six or seven of the best 10 guys in the sport are all under 30. There's Jason Day, Justin Thomas, there's Ricky, there's Rory, and there's Jordan Spieth. Wow, wow, wow. But, you know, then you look at this weekend, this past weekend, and it's like Tiger comes along, eh, forget all the others. It doesn't matter. It's Tiger who – I mean, no one touches Tiger in terms of bringing people to watch on a Sunday.
1: Yeah, it's it's not even close. I mean, I I tweeted yesterday uh, after the tournament that – we had all kind of talked ourselves into the notion that like Dustin Johnson and Justin Thomas could be exciting. Yeah, I didn't even
0: mention Dustin Johnson. But like,
1: I mean, he's the best player in the world. um, (laughs) And, you know, he's amazing. He hits the ball a mile and his, you know, anyway, but like me sitting here and saying, oh, it's so impressive that Dustin Johnson has worked so hard in his wedge game and now he's the best player in the world is like so golf insider. I mean, like who cares, right? But everyone wants to see Tiger. Tiger has the it factor to the umpteenth degree. I mean, he just completely changes the sport. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's really great to see him come back, but, um, it does make me a little bit self-conscious thinking back to 2016, 2017, when you like, you're trying to make golf happen, right? You're like trying to make <laughs> Stop fetch happen. Trying to make golf and happen. And it's like, yeah. it it just, right. it's, it's fine. It's fine. But you know, Tiger, you know Tiger is the event. He is it. And so, um, you know, I
0: really hope that he sticks around and makes it work. Me too. And we've got the masters right around the corner, baby. Three weeks. And with that new schedule, that shifted schedule around this summer, uh, I think that's going to be very good in terms yeah. of moving around when the, uh, what was the biggest change? Right. Well,
1: that, that'll take effect next year. Oh, okay. Not so next next year, oh, yeah, okay. next year in March, the players will happen. Right. The PGA will be in May.
0: Oh, I thought that was this year. Um,
1: okay. But uh, yeah, and then there's some new rules coming out. The USGA and RNA just released um, on Monday, actually, a new set of rules, supposed to make it easier for people to play it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's just, it it's fine to talk about. Again, golf is like a, I enjoy playing golf. Golf's a fine sport. It's a nice, it's got a nice little niche. Uh, the same way that tennis does or distance running, all these sorts of things. But when Tiger is around, it is a completely different animal. It's a mainstream sport. It's a mainstream event. And, uh, you know, the Masters is, I mean, Shoot at Bay Hill, we might have record ratings. We probably will have record Absolutely, ratings. Absolutely, we will. And then the Masters is just going to be a complete uh, circus, and I think that's so great. Yeah. And uh, you know, some of the other guys this week were alluding to that. They're like, "Hey, when Tiger plays, like the crowds are wild, and yeah, it oh, can yeah. be distracting the noise, but it's also kind of fun. It's it was like, for
0: Brandt Snedeker. Sorry, buddy. There yeah, was a lot
1: of noise. But it's like you know, the whole point of being a professional athlete is yeah, you you want to win and you want to be in high pressure situations, and Tiger ratchets that up way more than anybody else, and so I think everyone on tour. Um, is going to be glad to see him back. I'm really excited to see how the young guys react to that. You know, yeah. like Justin Thomas thought he was a big deal, perhaps, no. and now Tiger. Comes no one along. knows who Justin Thomas is. The only Thomas person who remembers what it was like is is Phil. So he's going to be yes. the only guy who's like who I think is going to be ready to deal with it. I mean, even even Paul Casey, who is 40, wasn't really competing when Tiger was was in his prime. Hmm. I mean, he won an event a while ago, but you know he spent a lot of time on the European tour. And so it's really like Phil remembers it, and Tiger remembers it, and everyone else is going to be like. Oh, wow. Oh, this is like what a big golf crowd is like.
0: And perfect segue to the final thing I want to say here. This is kind of fun. You mentioned Phil. You mentioned Bay Hill. Bay Hill being the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Yep. And so this is a post yesterday from Golf Channel. Prepare your minds for this stat. Phil Mickelson's wind drought lasted 1,687 days. As we know, Phil finally won uh, the most recent event before the Valspar. Uh, what, the, what was the event Phil just won? Oh, the won? WGC Mexico City. Yes, thank you. The WGC Mexico. This Sunday at Bay Hill will be... 1,687 days since Tiger's last victory. The exact same duration. That's so, perfect. That's I, like when that's uh, the parallel is in there. It's like when
1: Duke UNC playing basketball and they show how they've scored the same amount of points throughout yeah. their it's hundred It's like the law of game. averages, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: right. It's one of those. I love uh, it. Great.
1: It sort of makes you think God exists, right? When they have those <laughs> sort of little poetry things. Um, yeah, it'll be really exciting. Uh, I can't wait for this weekend. Can't wait for Augusta. Hope Tiger stays healthy through the whole summer because, um, you know, it could be a big summer for me. We've got Judge and Stanton oh uh, on, in it's the lineup even, this year. It's not even got Tiger
0: that. back. It's going to be great. Listen to this New York elite golfer. <laughs> well, as always, thank you, Miles. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks. And I want to hear from you listeners. What is your Tiger take? Uh, are we getting carried away here? You know, everyone is so excited right now, but boy, if you were to read the Good old faithful Yahoo comments on uh, a story I just posted about the ratings. Already, you see the Tiger haters coming out of the woodwork. They say, everyone relax. He didn't win. And, you know, he got close, sure, but he hasn't won since 2013. Uh, Miles and I didn't mention that, but let's remember, he hasn't won a tournament since 2013. Five years. So is that about to change this summer? Boy, imagine if he wins a major, but are we getting carried away as the golf media and the larger sports media – getting carried away. He is certainly um, Viagra for golf ratings. You know, The Rock, the actor The Rock has been called Franchise Viagra. That's a nickname that he's earned because he re-injects excitement into dead movie franchises. Tiger is the same for golf ratings. He is Golf Viagra. Anyway, let me know what you think about Tiger. Are you, someone who is not normally watching golf, watching golf because Tiger is in the hunt? Comment, tweet us, whatever. And remember to rate, review, and subscribe to this, the Sportsbook Podcast. I hope you already do those things. We are on all the podcast platforms. We'll be back next Thursday, and we'll be talking about March Madness. We ignored it this week because Tiger dominates all topics. Thanks, guys and girls. Goodbye.